Hello, and welcome back to Big Gay Nerds Play Beam Saber. As always, I am your host, Saturn. You can find me at The Future Rules on Twitter, Tumblr, and cohost.org. My pronouns are they and them. Joining me, as usual, are our three intrepid pilots, played by three of my best friends in the whole world. I'm going to introduce them in call order, as usual. We're going to start this time with Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah. She, her. You can find me at Radio Inactivity on Twitter, where I spend most of my time being utterly deranged. Um, I play Arabella Steranoct, who is also utterly deranged. Her call <laughs> sign is Red, and her playbook is The Ace. And next up, we've got Ellie. Hello, I am Ellie. Pronouns are she, they. I'm the player of Gabrielle Stiletto Asmodeus. Uh, pronouns she, her. Uh, playbook is the envoy. That's what I was trying to remember. All right. <laughs> and last, but most certainly not least, our glorious leader and esteemed director, <laughs> Owen. Hey, I'm Owen, uh, founder and editor of Big Gay Nerds. Uh, my pronouns are he and him. I play Pfeffer Humboldt, call sign boss, and he's the officer. Wonderful. So, you're joining us uh, once again for a downtime episode in Beam Saber. Uh, last time, our uh, forget-me-nots uh, tried to launch an ambush on a troublesome Solarosa squad, and it started off really poorly, but by hook or by crook, they managed <laughs> to turn the situation on its head and utterly exterminate their enemies. Which, you know, great! Yay! <laughs> Look at that! Yeah. Wow, cool robot! <laughs> um, those robots were cool as hell i just i was gonna make a joke about the bullets arcing over my head but i re- i made that joke in maybe the first episode That's fine. I mean, it's been long enough. hey uh, it's not a joke if you don't reuse it constantly <laughs> gestures at myself uh, anyway um so i think the way the episode opens right is we get like one of those uh i don't really i'll try to find an articulate way to describe this but um we get one of those shots where it's the anime version of it showing you a TV recording, right? Mm-hmm. Where there's like a little, like a kind of a low rent CRT filter and the audio is kind of panned out and whatever. Um, and we actually see footage of your fighting from last episode. And we hear this newscaster um, and uh, she says something to the effect of, uh, a skirmish erupted recently uh, near the only a hundred miles away from uh, the city of Thalia, as a uh, what are what were identified as a band of uh, Solarosan privateers or rogue operatives, uh, opened fire on a uh, <laughs> Grand Tycon deployment on a Grand, on a Grand Tycon squadron, and uh, they valiantly defended themselves. And then their <laughs> channel cut to another thing where a uh, someone who is identified as like a high ranking member of the clergy is like. Uh, publicly kind of demurely calling for uh, peace and understanding as they try to get to the root of this uh, (laughs) understanding and enforcing the spirit of cooperation with uh, the crown of ground Tycon. And uh, then we get a couple more shots of TV shows kind of to the similar effect of the news covering this as you having defended yourself from ravenous Solaros and predators who may or may not have been operating under their church's good graces. And we cut back to the uh, mission control to the uh, operate to the uh, library office of which you are so familiar. And um, what do we get here? I know what? No, we don't get, um, we don't get print sex. I think we actually get uh, a still not very yet familiar face, but we get uh, the, uh, I believe she was a major. Let me think. Either way, we get uh, Miss Carthus from uh, High Command, who you met briefly before while uh, she was informing you that your old CO uh, was decommissioned, or rather not working with you anymore. Um, she says, uh, the Prince X has returned to the capital for the time being, though they wished for me to relay to you their, uh, what was their exact wording? She says as she pulls out a piece of paper and looks it over, their incredible pleasure and esteem at your valiant performance of your mission. 
they wish to uh, confer their congratulations at the dis- at the difficult task undertaken and knew their faith in you was not misplaced. She rolls her eyes as she kind of folds up the envelope and says, and for what it's worth to you, your uh, contact at, uh, and she looks at the piece of paper again, whoever your contact was, actually, Prince X didn't write them. <laughs> hmm. Well, your contact was also very thrilled with your uh, performance, shall we say. So, consider itself a job well done. However, uh, if it's all the same to you, uh, I'm going to ask if you could let me know where that uh, new private of yours is. Uh, Miss Uno? Do we know where she is? I mean, you probably... You had a whole mech that she has, hopefully... You know, she's probably (laughs) on site. She has a a dorm of some kind, probably, that she's staying in. Might not be the same room. Might be the same room. But you know where she is. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. You're not really sure why why this lady would be asking after her, but... Yeah. Uh, Do we we got a lawyer up? Does uh, does, does Gabby (laughs) got to put on a suit? Look at my suit. Uh, (laughs) Um, I think she would explain... uh, we at High Command wish to interview her regarding her performance in the mission. And this is where we're going to go into, uh, we covered, as has been our way, we've covered rewards and uh, the, the first two steps of mission end, uh, you know, uh, off air, because it's just a lot of math. Um, but for this one, we're going to go over the entanglement, uh, which Ooh. is that the higher up, uh, this is the entanglement called debriefing. Oh, uh, and uh, High Command has some concerns about you, not like because you, the mission went poorly, but specifically they have some concerns about Mickey. She's kind of an she's a new element. Obviously, she is also a defector, which seems to be a worrying standard for this specific <laughs> crew, considering one of them has already <laughs> defected a second time. And, uh, hey, her like, I'm, seems- I'm still here. I'm just saying oh, this. Like God. we're like you're looking like a like fifty fifty. Yeah. There. Yeah. Well, so so far the odd so far the track record is a uh, one for two, which isn't great odds. No, uh, she, she says, and her performance <laughs> especially leaves some questions with my uh, cohorts, as well as her. Let's go ahead and call it her unusual means of recruitment, shall we say? <laughs> so we would like to talk with her. She says with a sort of unintended menace. Uh, <laughs> and th- so what this entanglement is, is that they are going to interrogate for in one way or another. Uh, in this this case, Mickey, because she is a cohort who's relevant to a thing. That's just who I selected for this. It can be uh, other contacts. It can be other cohorts. It could be just actual pilots. It could have been one of you. Uh, but she seems like the appropriate uh, thing here. So either... There's two options that you have here. You can either let this happen, which is going to involve you doing a a fortune roll for her, which might involve her taking some kind of harm, uh, probably an emotional or mental one, uh, given the circumstances, or her possibly, if you let her talk this through, she could end up injuring your trust with high command. Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) You can also spend one personnel in what would be basically you people uh, creating a bunch of uh, obstacles to prevent uh, uh, High Command mm-hmm. from really getting a chance to, to talk with her until they kind of just give up. I guess the first question is how much like how, how much personnel have we got? You have a comical amount of supply. So you, you rolled, uh, uh, for context, you only rolled like two supply dice on the last mission, one for your trust with the faction and one for the fact that the Half-Light Suzuki was a uh, tier one squad, despite their size. Mm-hmm. Um, you rolled a six. Oh. So, you got, so you got six supply on top of the, the fact that you get a bonus materiel from uh, the faction on top of the fact that your coffers are already full and on top of the fact that you get one bonus supply each round from the airfield on your base. Right. Mm-hmm. So you currently have a, uh, what I would go ahead and call an embarrassment of wealth. Okay. <laughs> so so that you'll yes. actually have to uh, spend some of it. Otherwise uh, it will get uh, sucked up by the, uh, you know, the administrative machine as they, uh, 
mm. find ways to filter it off to uh, enterprises that need it more, shall we say. <laughs> okay. Um, nice. Well, uh, I think that in if everyone's okay, then I'm good with just like paying oh, yeah. the piper here. Yeah, I think Pfeffer yeah. is going to like step forward. Like, of course, we'd be happy to cooperate with this. However... There are, in fact, several release forms that will be necessary to be signed first. And he just starts going, <laughs> like, I think that, I, I feel, I think, like, the angle he's going for is because, simply because we are, like, a, like, a diplomat squad, then in theory, like, all of our members, like, have, like, in theory, like, certain, like, also, like diplomatic community layers, yeah, or like extra, <laughs> and even even just like the matter of like, oh, like our job is to talk with people. So if you want to talk with us, you're gonna have to go through these like mm-hmm. avenues and all that. Yeah, and weaponizing just, bureaucracy to like yeah. a, to an absurd degree. Yeah, yeah and, just, and yeah. I think I think she does like try to like participate in good faith, but it's with the understanding from the audience that like as you're giving this list of like forms that need to be filled out some of them you are inventing out of whole cloth um, <laughs> she will not be able to complete this for you um but she won't know that until later and at that point she, <laughs> she may not care to interface so yeah we're gonna burn a personnel uh, for reference as we start this downtime y'all have the usual f- three free actions as well as as many extras you want to buy uh y'all currently have four materiel which is the max you can have, four personnel, which is the max you can have, and five unassigned supply points on top. Good lord! So what I'm going to tell you is that you have a shitload of uh, resources available to you, and you do need to spend them such that you don't have any left over, or it'll just get moved. Okay, Okay. Okay. well, the very first... I want to do my free upkeep to see yeah. how many quirks I get back before anything else. Yeah, so for that, um, I think the ruling for that actually is appropriately. You do have to, the amount of die that you get to roll is affected by your material that you spend yeah. on that, because the freeze just doesn't take any time, but you do still have to right. spend material. Um, but yeah, so that uh, how much uh, material do you want to commit to that bet? Um, one or two. Um, I've got four quirks sort of marked so one die would put a good chunk in that oh yeah oh wow you you already marked all your quirks oh wow <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, was, oh fuck. I forgot about stress i was like oh boy i can use <laughs> quirks. i haven't done well, that in a while i was gonna say i actually probably oh well whatever we'll figure it out because i should have i think actually tried to mark you for a breakdown at that point. oh okay i'm good oh. for that <laughs> um well I, it's a bit late for that now, and I'm not at... Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. It would have been at the end of the mission. Like, it would have been in the mission, basically, because it's like gotcha. the equivalent of a mech stress, like a mech uh, reaching mech stress, basically. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah, Um. Well, let me think. Maybe it's something can, that, like... I can mark be- this uh, box here. Like, uh, no, uh, I'll hold off on that for a minute. But okay. what, what are you saying, Owen? I will do. So, like, from what I understand, a breakdown is, like, your quirks get altered, isn't it? Yeah, it's you clear your quirks and then one of them gets made worse. Okay. Gotcha. I'm good maybe for that. that's some like maybe that's something that we only realize is wrong like after we get back to the hangar or something okay, like that. Okay, in that case, uh instead of spending material and thing, go ahead and mark a second breakdown because I should have done that and thing. And okay. take one of your I think your dangerously fast and made of glass is already an unimproved one. So yeah. I think yeah, I think it's you have to make one of the other three worse somehow. I don't think you can double down on making that one even worse. Okay. So I've got light-footed, tuned for dueling, and aggressive targeters. Um, what to make worse? The targeters came up a lot, so maybe those got... What about over-aggressive somehow. targeters? Yeah, like targeters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure how that would work, but like... Yeah. Overly-aggressive mm-hmm. targeters... Your like mech has intrusive could... thoughts. No. <laughs> Your mech will tag literally anything in the area, including uh, friendlies. But yeah, yeah. it'll start showing you like cockpit locations on like things you don't <laughs> plan on spending. At least, like... <laughs> at least physical instrument is a little too high now. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's change aggressive targeters to hyper hostile targeters. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Great. I love that our like pretty porcelain mech is just increasingly like a berserker. That's correct. Okay. She's a glass cannon too. All right. All right. And they'll well, stay that also marked, means you don't correct. have to spend any money uh repairing quirks. However, that also means you still have an embarrassment of wealth. <laughs> oh, okay. They're all cleared then? Gotcha. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, it, okay. it looks just like stress. Now that you've done the breakdown, it clears all your. Uh... That makes sense. Oh boy. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you like. Maybe your targeting system has like got some algorithms in it, and you kind of <laughs> screwed them up the input. <laughs> yeah, I think, and I think we'll get to this if it comes up. But I think the thing is now is that they will. It has like I think I think they have been tuned in such a way that like they will target like they will assume anything it can target is an enemy first before filtering it down to non-enemies, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of thing that will interfere with your Twitch reactions, because you'll see something tagged as an enemy and it will decide a half second later, actually, no, it's a friend after you've <laughs> Nice. Cool. Cool. Okay, well, I'm definitely going to uh, do the maintenance thing. I have All got... Right. Um, I have got... Hold on. Where? Oh, wait. I was looking at Stiletto's thing right there. And I'll um, probably just deduct this, the maintenance expenses directly from your supply because you still mm-hmm. would have to declare that. And so that would make sense. Yeah. So I've got, I've got two marked and I, you roll and remove that many, right? Exactly. Okay. Then I'm just, yeah, I'm just going to do a generic supply and I'm gonna, I guess I'll roll in a roll 20. Five. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Uh, there, there's no overindulgence from X. You can't over repair it. So uh, you're. Excellent. you're <laughs> I think you can okay. also add extra quirks, but I don't remember how. I think it might be part uh, of like a project. Looks like enhancing do. lets you do that. Lets yeah. you get either a new quirk or a vehicle action point. You got to fill up the whole bar, though. Ah, uh, okay. That's what that is. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Um. So let me. Where is the forget me not? So let me deduct one supply of the incoming. Because y'all are insanely rich right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, are you going to be using quirk maintenance at all? I don't know if you've actually spent any. Oh. You have. Uh, wait, no, that's stiletto. Red uh, has spent two. Red's spent oh, yeah. Looks like. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, hmm. I'm going to actually. Um, I'm going to do quirk maintenance, and I'm probably also going to attempt to to do, actually do a vehicle enhance. Ooh. All right, let's do the let's do the uh, maintenance first because that okay. one doesn't take any time. So say to say you're doing one die for this. Yeah, uh-huh. hey, yeah, perfect. All right, cool. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so as an update for your immense amount of wealth, you're still maxed out on material and personnel storage, and you still have three <laughs> unassigned supply points. So <laughs> great, this rules. Yeah, yeah, you're. Uh, you 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 made uh you've got you made some royal bank off the last mission which is a, a appropriate considering yeah, yeah they gave us a they gave us a mission that was functionally impossible to do without <laughs> violating the uh terms of engagement and then we did it without violating yeah. the terms of engagement yes i would expect a huge payout <laughs> and that was again completely random i did actually roll for that and it just gave you a six yeah yeah it rolls that's perfect I think you could. I think you could have theoretically crit on that and got like eight or nine. I think. Damn. But uh, yeah. So, so now that we're in the actual like the the actual actions, I'm fine with uh, red going first since it sounds like you've already got a plan. Yeah. Um. My reference sheets. So I actually need to. I have a few things. And we have so much stuff to do or so many resources at our disposal to do it. Um, But first, I think what I'm going to do is um, actually tick a a vehicle enhancement. I don't think we've done that. We haven't done this in a long time. I only have one tick in vehicle enhancement. Mm -hmm. And um, since we have the wealth of heaven at our disposal, um, (laughs) I'm going to use it to get myself another point. Yeah. Um, So I think... This is just, this comes in like, um, uh, I want to believe that it's like, you know, we get back in and, and LTRF is, is also, you know, in the facility to, to do repairs, what little you know damage Volk took to do those repairs. Um, and while they're there, it's an, it's an issue of like, well, yeah, we're also going to, um, like begin the process of like prepping Volk for additional um, upgrades. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a, it's a step-by-step process of like, well, we have to install this and we have to install this. And eventually once we've got all this installed, we'll be able to upgrade him, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Nice. 
Well, yeah, that absolutely no issue there. Uh, mm-hmm. Consider your enhancement track ticked. Looks like you're at two of six for a vehicle mm-hmm. enhancement. That's fun. What happens again when we when we do like fill the vehicle enhancement track? Uh, I believe, uh, as Ellie said, it's you get to pick if you're. Wait, no, actually, I think it's specifically it's you add a new quirk or yeah. you get a new point to a vehicle action, which I think is the stats. Well, I think oh. those also have their own tracks, though, which is well. It, oh, yeah. Well, then it could be considered equivalent to training, right? True. That's true. Oh, yeah. You know what? You're totally right. Oh, yeah, because okay. oh, yeah, training, you can actually, I think, train directly your playbook track, too. So mm-hmm. vehicle enhancement yeah. is just like an alternate. Okay, like, that's pretty it, cool. It's, it's your playbook track for your vehicle. Okay, cool. okay, okay, cool. Oh, yeah, nice. congrats. Great. <laughs> uh, that's easy. Yeah, uh, boss or, or Stiletta, what are you up to? Um, I'm just going to do the boring stuff first, which is... Uh, um. Kraken is actually kind of banged up. I definitely should have actually uh, used some of my armor like I briefly considered doing, but that's okay. So I'm just going to, I'm going to just do the repair thing, which like, you know, we've talked about it before. These got big old magnetic clamps and stuff, you know, a lot of it was probably just like, um, just directing stuff because you need like a small team or something to deal with this thing. So yeah, so I clear so I automatically clear all of my level one damage, right? Yes. And then I roll to see to add to the clock. That's correct. Okay. And it's just it's just a one d six. Uh, let me think. I think since well, since you have an engineer on hand, I think we do your tier plus one. I believe. Oh, okay. So it's got to be two d six. We got Roxy. That's right. Yeah. And there's a there's a four in there, which is is that two ticks? I believe it's two ticks. Yes. Okay. okay. And I'm just going to go ahead and uh, spend a, a supply to boost that up to four to complete the clock. Wonderful. And so we went to like grip dense. What's a less effectful impact of that? Um, <laughs> from getting crushed by a giant wild wild west tank. <laughs> uh, let's call it. Let's think about the repair process. Right? I guess there'd be like, let's call it like a uh, scuffed armor. Let's say. Okay. Like it's still visibly like that you've you've popped out some of the dents, but it's still like visibly kind of uh, distorted. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, yep, uh, I'm good. I'm good with that for now. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, um, Stiletto. Okay, so I was looking at the downtime actions. Um, I think the first one to do is fix to get uh, Blue Dahlia back up to. Uh, you know, back to uh, get her arm done. I was also wondering how I switch out equipment. When is that something that happens during downtime? That is, you have to use either an action or material to do that. Let me see. Okay. Because that is a... Um, there's a specific option that is, I believe. Sorry, it's not listed in this, but I know it is... Yeah, thing that you maybe it's under like vehicle load yeah one second i have to actually get the book open for the access on the reference sheets oh i'm um let's see i'm actually looking at that page right now if you want me to just read it oh yeah yeah please okay if you find the thing that is uh for replacing like junk gear or whatever changing a vehicle's equipped gear is an involved process even for vehicles with a quick re- with quick release hard points or hands many pieces of gear have components that are integrated with the internals of the vehicle um plus they need to requisition the gear itself so expect uninstalling gear to co- cost you a player can only uninstall a filled load slot during downtime by spending material equal to the number of slots the gear occupies it doesn't look yeah. like it uses up any time though Oh, yeah, it, okay. it specifically says, yeah, if a piece of gear is destroyed, it, it constitutes to occupy the slot as useless junk. You've got to clean it out before installing new gear. 
intent additionally vehicles only change their load category during an appropriate long-term project so if you wanted to make blue dahlia huge or small oh um, (laughs) yep it's just it's just a matter of spending money so that should be that that is easy for us right now okay absolutely and i'm actually going to uh since that has been brought up um i guess that means that i will just while we're going over that um I will also junk. Uh, I will also clear the uh, junked material that I had. Was that just the heavy cannon that got fucked up? Uh, it was the heavy cannon and the concealed gun. Damn. Well, oh, luckily, the concealed gun technically doesn't. Well, since hmm. you know what, since since the since you're doing the heavy cannon anyway, and that's already going to be two, we can just say that the concealed gun is included with that. Yeah, it's just that the concealed gun does have a slot, but it doesn't actually take up load, you know? It's like in italics. Yeah, we'll we'll just go ahead and say it's um it cuz we did I do, I do know I junked it as part of a consequence, but we can just go ahead and say that it's like included with your heavy cannon replacement. Okay then, then I'll I'm spending two material, I guess, for that. Yes. Okay. So you're down to one unassigned supply point and still max bags. Good lord. Okay, so would I be able to... Oh, no, I zero mean, supply, to... actually. But you're okay. still at four, you still have four material, four personnel, so you still got to okay. spend some. Is it good if I, uh, if I put in two slots? Sure. Uh, what are the yeah. two things you're junking? Uh, the chaff countermeasure and the luxurious passenger, luxurious passenger space. Have not needed that in a minute. Wonderful. Makes sense. And if you do need it again, you can just say, whoop, I've got it. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm enjoying keeping the uh, two slots open in case I need something mm. insane. Yeah, <laughs> There's some really fun stuff at two slots. All right. You now have spent through your incoming money and your banks are at two material and four personnel. Cool. Cool. So, wonderful. And, uh, and stiletto still has an action. I mean, we all have actions, but oh, if yeah. we are doing this in turn. Yeah. I've heard if we're keeping with turn order, I think he's, I don't, I don't think she went yet. Yeah, not yet. So, um, yeah, I'll go ahead and use a stay on theme and use fix to uh, finish up uh, Blue Dolly's arm. Uh, All right. Uh, That's going to be one more material, if you don't mind. Okay. So it removes any level one damage. Uh, Roll. Actually, wait, no, it doesn't take any material. That's just time. Never mind. Okay. I'm thinking of the corpse one. So let's. So I can roll my one engineer or cohort quality. Yeah, you can do two because you have Roxy, and since she's a cohort specialist, I think that means she rolls your tier plus one. Oh, that's great. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let her take care of it then. Yeah, so, like, if you had three engineer or whatever, you'd still be better at it, but since, but you know. Like, yeah, no, she's got me beat. That's good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, not good. Shoot. Let's see what you got. I got a one and a two. I forgot about okay. it. Be... I mean, uh, that's still for what I'll say is it only fills one clock on repair, but like part of repair and recovery is that any level ones are automatically cleared. That's true. So, like, I just wanted to get the arm done, so that's all. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. and the arm that would make the arm done, I believe. Uh, she's actually finally like, uh, uh, you've had this thing sitting in storage for a bit, so uh, seemed like now would be a good time to finally get this thing plugged in and set up. Yeah. Okay. And you said one on the repair clock. Yep. Okay. Probably won't be relevant, but you know, could be. Okay. Well, it'll be good. It'll stick around for next time, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Okay. Got the uh, the arm all got the uh, the blue and white ceramic plates. <laughs> yeah, matching matching your uh, recently added replacement fingers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're all starting mm-hmm. to look like our robots now. Great. <laughs> boss just like not me leave me the fuck out of it <laughs> you two freaks <laughs> I'm not into that transhumanism shit you two have fun uh, okay uh, oh well, yeah everyone's done one uh, okay. does anyone have anything immediately lined up for uh, their next turn I have exactly six stress that sounds like it's time to cut loose oh yeah Oh, probably mm. Um, and okay, so I've got two options here. One, I could get 
Arabella up to three beliefs, which would mean <laughs> um, like up maximum efficiency oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. in like, well, not efficiency, but like how much I'm able to help her in exchange for, you know, more stress. Alternatively, I could max out my clock for Gabrielle, which would um, get, uh, which would get me XP, but would also um, uh it would like reset the clock to one. I think both could be fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, As always, I think it probably depends on what your idea of relieving stress is in this situation, who would be more likely to join you for it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Let's see. Yeah. Let's think about this. So I think that um, boss would just kind of want to celebrate like a, a mission that went like, maybe more cleanly than any mission they've had before. Um, with the possible exception of like the, I forget if the, uh, if, if like the, what am I thinking of? Like the space station bidding war, uh, was technically cleaner. Um, but, um, yeah, so he's just going to want to like celebrate. And I think he's, probably going to do that with like um i i think he i yeah i think i think what's going to happen is he's going to like he's literally just going to like break out the champagne ah no more michelle's hard lemonade for men yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah so i think sort of similar to his very first one with golden boy it's just go like who would want to join him for champagne in like the drawing room or whatever. Oh, that's extremely Gabby. <laughs> that, yeah. That's, that's a, that's a Gabrielle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now here's um, my alternate suggestion mm-hmm. and not, not to steer you one way or the other, but Arabella, you're also sitting at about four stress. And if you were thinking of recovering it, we, oh, could do yeah. these scenes, we could do these scenes at the same time. You'd still have to spend your uh-huh. for it, but you could make it a mutual thing. Oh, that's a, not a bad idea. That but also, good... if 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 champagne with boss is not necessarily your idea of relieving stress, you can do a different scene later. It's fine either way. Hmm. There's well, I also... can... Oh, go ahead. Uh, there's, there's also the fact that Gabby has very low stress, but she will take stress if she doesn't cut loose. Uh... Yeah, well, the problem is, uh, the problem is uh, if... Uh, Gabby rolls anything other than a one and cuts loose, she is going to overindulge. Yeah. Which might mean it might be better for her to not and just take the one stress she's going to get. Yeah, honestly, until I can get more like four stress, I wouldn't want to risk a cut loose roll. Gotcha. I'll I'll go with boss. Sure. You know what? I I think that would be funny. I mean, I can be there without doing that. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, Gabby doesn't have to, like, you don't have to spend the action to go with boss. It was just a a suggestion. So it's whatever you you guys want to do. I just want to make it clear there's some, there's good approaches. Yeah. Yeah, So, so I think that what does happen is that like boss, like, like gets the team and says, Hey, we're going to open up this nice bottle of champagne. And, um, like, you know, they just chat and stuff. And I'm sure that Gabby is like a part of that, but at some point, um, both like Pfeffer and Arabella wind up sort of like in deeper conversation or something like that. And I'm not sure what they would be talking about necessarily. <laughs> would this be like char- would this be like talking about meaningful things in their life or maybe they just fi- wind up bonding over some kind of shared interest or something like that or Oh god, what would these two cuz they mm. are just so radically different. They are. This this yeah, Gabby's like checking out this cheese like yo, they got three <laughs> Oh, that's got the, they got that rich people cheese here. I see. <laughs> oh, what if? Do you think that maybe they both like? Uh, well, I. What sounds better? They both like old mechs, or they both and and they talk about it the way that people would talk about old cars, or they just like old cars. Oh. Oh, Bella likes old cars for sure. I could see <laughs> Bella being like an old cars person. As I say, frankly, uh, also considering the old mech car that you have in your garage right now, the overlap mm-hmm. there is higher than you might think. Yeah, yeah that's true. So, 
I don't know enough about cars to think about how that would go, but I do like the idea of them like like the subject somehow comes up, um, and then we, uh, and then I guess just start talking about like <laughs> about cool cars. Uh, yeah, okay. no, Bella's uh, always wanted one of those like old fashioned like uh, like World War Two era motorcycles because she had like the old busted uh, ass truck up on up in Iron Chapel, and she's like, it would have been so much better to have. I have a, a suggestion for the set dressing if you want to do an actual scene of this. Yeah, please. What if uh, in talking about old cars, Pfeffer remembers? Wait a minute. Doesn't one of my parents have their garage of like antiques here? Oh shit! <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Because I will yeah. remind you, Pfeffer is a is an honest is like a, a is a true blue noble. Like you have yeah. you have, theoretically, your family has money, even if your even oh, if your my, no. uh, military expedition is. Maybe oh no! I totally know how this is going. Then yeah, yeah. because yeah. like. In the middle of, of Pfeffer being like, oh, well, we've got, you know, my father has such and such old motorcycle. Bella literally just gets up, grabs the bottle of champagne. It's like, all right, we're going to the garage. You're going to find me those keys. I do like the idea that even if she's not participating in this thing, Gabby still follows because the oh, yeah. bottle is so that, that's yeah. <laughs> she's oh, the party's like, going she, over here. All right, whatever. She's just following with the cheese plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bella, Bella storms off to the garage, a champagne bottle in one hand, keys in the other. Uh, Pfeffer's following her, kind of worried. And, and Gabrielle just like looks at them. And looks at cheese plate and just grabs the cheese plate and saunters after them. Just <laughs> eating off the cheese plate while she walks. Yeah. yeah. Well, if something yeah. happens, I don't want to miss it. Yeah. And you want to have snacks for when something goes mm-hmm. wrong. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think he's, you know what? I'm going to say, like, maybe this is something his mother had because I hadn't, I haven't given her any traits up until now. Um, <laughs> his um, mother? Yeah. One of had this uh like i don't know just like an antique motorcycle i i'm sure that i'm sure that there's like some picture from art station that we could find that would be just like a weird alt history motorcycle mm-hmm. in here but i think i don't know it's just i i don't know it's it's a, it's a cool old motorcycle from another world i'm not quite sure where to go uh, from there but honestly because like so like where our aesthetic is kind of like you know like gundam future a little bit like it's a little mm-hmm. bit analog but it's still sci-fi i like the idea honestly of this just being something that looks like the ff7 motorcycle where it's, yeah. it's this huge like it's somehow cyberpunk and diesel punk at the same time <laughs> Uh, and it's just like this, like absolute beast of a thing. Yeah, it's very chunky and old, and has like huge. It doesn't have like small motorcycle wheels. It has like the oh, really like the big kind. wheel wells. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it has giant muffler. Like you could play, you could turn that thing into a tuba if you were so inclined. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and Bell is just like <laughs> takes a swig straight from the bottle and puts it down. And is like, all right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I can take this out into the yard, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's fine>. I, <laughs> will be like kind of, kind of protective of it, but like so long as she's just doing some donuts or something and doesn't get on the side. No, no, no. It'll be fine, Dad. As she like revs the thing up. Yeah, oh, there, there's God. this nice like. There's this kind of like rumbly rev as you realize like, oh man, this poor baby hasn't really been, it probably gets turned on by the staff just to like keep it from getting sediment in it. But no one's mm-hmm. ridden this motorcycle in uh, quite a <laughs> Yes. Awesome. Yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely a case of, of Bella just getting to like tool around on this thing uh, and hang out with boss and Gabby and, uh, you know, talking about how like, up in Iron Chapel, you know, they saw, especially when they would go up to the, uh, to the Ironbreaker Cliffs, they would, you know, she'd see like the frame for one of these and uh. was always very covetous of it, but it never, <laughs> one, even the frames were expensive and two, you know, uh, none of them were in driving conditions, just like, you know, uh, this is a, I don't have much to say for like childhood dreams for obvious reasons. <laughs> she, like points at her head as she says it. 
Uh, <laughs> but you know, last ten years, it's nice to have uh, at least one little little small wish fulfilled. It, he he just sort of like nods understandingly, like I've. I've certainly have some fond memories of riding on the back of that thing as a child. So I've, <laughs> I, little... I'll be real with you, boss. I actually can't even imagine you as a child. I actually <laughs> emerged from the world into the world fully formed like that. No offense. Well, I'll spare you the pictures then. Oh, um. no. <laughs> no, they can't tease us out. like that. God, <laughs> I, have I have to find your mother at some point. <laughs> As I say, it gives you an incredible image of whatever uh, Pfeffer's mother is like, that she has this as one of the things in her cherished collection of the year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I have, I have looked at, I, I did a little search. Um, I think that this mate might actually look m- more like specifically the motorcycle that Roche has. Roche um, and... In Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly which one you're talking about. It's really cool. I'm, it I'm looks like up. a motorcycle that is also a car. <laughs> oh, oh, this thing whips. I love this. This is mm-hmm. great. Oh, yeah. I think it's got, it's got to be like candy red like that, too, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Red's just like, oh, it's made for me. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, okay, so I guess we both uh, just roll 1d6 now, huh? Uh, yeah. I believe... I actually think it's related... It's based on what your current bond with each other is. Oh, so I get to roll two. Yes, yeah, so you would roll 2d6 and boss would roll, uh, I think, also 2d6. Okay, cool. Oh, nice. Okay, I got a six. And I got a three in there, which is fine because I had four. So yeah, um, so you both take her highest, uh, boss. This was a whole lot of fun. You were mm-hmm. a little worried about her uh, taking the uh, the motor, the your your mom's boss hog out for a little <laughs> ride. Um, however, she was respectful. She said she would treat it like her own, and she did. So that makes you <laughs> just feel just wonderful. Also, the champagne helped, and maybe the yeah. gasoline fumes. Hard to tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, either way, you're at a, at a clean zero stress. Uh, you know, uh, obviously, uh, Red also had a great time. She's down to one stress, mm-hmm. and you already have a scar, which means that you don't, you're not going to incur the uh, penalty uh, for not indulging your vice or equivalent of that. So great, yay! And we both <gasps> got to figure out new beliefs for each other, which I oh yeah, I yeah. Some... And and Gabby, the cheese was pretty good. They don't have any, don't have any uh, material effect on your character sheet, but they do have some fancy rich person cheese there. They got some, yeah, that's they got pretty some cool. Brie, they got some Gruyere. Oh, got damn. some, you got know. crackers, little bits of bread. Got those, yeah, those fancy little, those little, little Christinis. Yeah, rich um, people. Uh, plate. Got the snacks, man. There's the angle. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say uh, you, you're looking like you actually have like all the materials for some really great charcuterie. And I, I feel like there's just the irresistible urge to make adult Lunchables out of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. You know what? I'm, I'm going, I've actually got a belief right now, which I think is less profound than a lot of the ones I've had before, but that could be very interesting to see tested, which is absolutely. she and I think the same things are cool. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh that, shit! That that's rules. gonna be a great one to see test. That I tell you what. <laughs> great. I have to. I have to still ponder over mine, so I'll get back to you. But Obviously. yeah. Well, for a second round, we just have uh, Gabrielle who hasn't gone yet. Okay. So, if you uh, had any inspiration from that uh, gallivanting, shall we say? <laughs> um. Oh, so I can finally see your new icon roll 20. It's, oh, great. It's, it's great. Yeah. So, honestly, now that I might uh, go ahead and spend the action. Yeah, I'll go ahead and uh, spend a to enhance a tick on oh, Blue Dahlia since we're working on her. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how are you going to... What's this uh, enhancement look like that you're doing? So, let me look at the rules for you. Make sure. It's the same thing as training, where it's just oh, yeah. know, like you just give me some some flavor. Hmm. So 
I figure that uh, that Gabby has sort of noticed some uh, issues with the, you know, just some uh, some drift in the algorithms and sort of handling of Blue Dolly over time. So she's like to get in there and tune things, maybe uh, see if she makes some changes. That would that'll be a long term project, but uh, so. I don't know, I like the idea that now that I've got her in engineer dot that she can get in there and do it herself since there's no mechanical effect either way. Yeah. Uh yeah, uh well wait, so where are you putting the dot for this? Oh. Sorry, I, I I So add one mark to the vehicle enhance track. Great. <sighs> All okay. right, that's uh the second turn. So before we begin the next thing, uh Arabella. Mm-hmm. You have a very strange dream. Ooh. Oh, okay. And it's about that. It's about the motorcycle, actually. Not maybe that specific motorcycle, but because the model of motorcycle. But you have this dream of it. You, I think it's at first like you remember it as the the night that you had with uh, with Pfeffer and Gabrielle, right in this uh, garage in this noble manor, uh, taking this little uh, motorcycle out for its paces and returning it dutifully to its place, right? And as you're thinking, dreaming, I suppose, about this motorcycle in this garage, it's in a different garage. Slightly different motorcycle, but the same shape, at least. Painted black, though. Um, There's a few others like it. It's a much less well-appointed garage than this one, you'd think. You would say it's a little more industrial-looking. Uh, oil stains on the walls, uh, older tools, things of that nature. Uh, very dim lighting above. Uh, and you can see sort of as you're standing by this motorcycle, which kind of has like this uh, fluorescent light over it that casts it in light and leaves the rest of the room kind of in darkness. There's ahead of you, kind of in the shadows, two figures talking about something. It's very hard to distinguish. One's a sort of a average built, tallish, uh, ostensibly human guy, kind of hard to make out any features aside from that. Uh, no, can't really tell skin color or hair color or anything like that. And the other one's a very large uh, orcish man who you think you can recognize as having sort of like some kind of cyber augmentation on like the jaw specifically. Like he might've had a replacement, but not a particularly like, fancy one mm-hmm. and they're talking about something it's very difficult for you to make out oh okay um i guess oh god um bella kind of pats the top of the motorcycle and then walks toward the both of them and uh lifts her hand to be like mm-hmm. hey like to try and get their attention as you walk towards them, there's this difficult to escape feeling of them getting further and further away. Like the act of walking is more you staying in place as the world kind of spools away from you. Mm-hmm. You turn around to look at the motorcycle again and see the red cap in all of its pristine original glory. The cockpit is open and there's something strange in it. A large uh, oblong device. You would call it something like a. I'd say you'd say it's almost like a eraser shaped a little bit, like those okay. uh, big rectangle ones you get in school, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's this sleek black glossy thing sticking out of it where the cockpit is. Behind you, you can hear the muffled conversation turn into something of a muffled argument, and you turn to look at them. And then you wake up. Weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She just kind of sits up and rubs her face. And is just going like, what was that? Because she's never had... I don't think Belle, like, has past dreams, you know? She doesn't have, like, weird dreams of people she doesn't know very often. Um, what I what I can say is it's a thing where whatever kind of dreams she has normally, mm-hmm. uh, 
it's one that she remembers very vividly upon waking up and doesn't seem to fade with the progression of her day. Right. It, it sticks in there. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think she, you know, gets up and, and is trying to still processing this as she's getting, you know, getting cleaned up for the day, pulling her hair up, getting her jacket on, putting on the new suit and um, is going to go take another crack at the red cap. Cause that's a long-term project of, of mine. Wonderful. So uh, what you going to do with the red cap? Um, I'm thinking of, you know, she's still thinking of the, the weird dream and the cockpit. And she's thinking of, the schematic she saw for Volk and how it's uh, how his brain is kind of a, a, a weird thing. Like it's not what normal mech brains look like. And she actually wants to get into uh, the red cap and see if she can find its brain. Okay. You know, um, so what, yeah, that works for me. Uh, we can okay. call that an engineer. Um, I don't... I think the same thing with last time. I think that you're going to have to do this with your own engineer because I think that uh, although although Roxy is there to help you, mm-hmm. she's more there to make sure you don't like permanently break anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, just the one dice then. How oh, could I, uh, like, spend stress or something to help out? Oh, uh, not for a downtime action. Oh, hey, there's oh, yeah, a six. Wow, a Whoa. six. Dang. Wow. Okay. All right, yeah. So let's uh, figure this out. So your, well, first, this uh, this one you have two of six. Is that from your project? It doesn't have a label next to it, actually. Wait, do I actually um, have you on the front? On the, you oh, don't, don't have this on it. One yeah. second. Let me move you over here. Thank there you. we go. And yeah, I think that two of six is from my pro, is my, um, Okay. Is my project because the only other one is Gabby's information network. So yeah. Yeah, and I think I already deleted the one from Mickey. I just don't think I ever mm-hmm. put down what this project was called. But we'll just keep in mind that it's yours. Okay. For for the time being. So uh obviously the rocks is there, and she's like, So what's the f- great idea you have in mind today, since you're going to be ruffling with this thing again? Um you ever have like a premonition, rocks? Mm, I have gut feelings. Can't say as if I've ever had a premonition, really. Let's call this one a gut feeling then. Uh, we're gonna try and and get into this bad boy's head, quite literally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as like Bell climbs into like the waterlogged uh, cockpit and pulls out. Uh, tools to try and like open up the the top ceiling because I know we've said before that like the cockpit is in the chest and then kind of directly above it is where like a mech brain because like they don't they don't store the mech brain in the head obviously because that's too easy of a, a failure point I would think yeah um, it's the, usually the mech brain is deeper in than the pilot seat is because yeah. you know uh, priorities sense. yeah. Priorities. The meat, meat is cheap. Meat is cheap. It's yeah. as you as you say. Uh, I think as you're as you're doing this, she kind of gets this like look of worry on her face, almost as she asks mm-hmm. why specifically. Or and then I get her voice at least as best I can. Anyway. So, what's this uh, premonition then got you so needing to check for its brain? Um, it's hard to explain. I um I had a dream and she says it kind of like this like like she knows that sounds crazy. Uh I had a dream of something strange in this thing's cockpit and it was onyx she's like working as she's doing this. It was onyx and oblong and it didn't look like any mech part I've ever seen before, except in one other place. And I'm I'm just trying to figure out what it means, Rox. And as you say this, and as you're beginning to work, we the camera cuts back to Rox, who is silent. She doesn't respond, and we 
get the shot of her arms crossed. She has a genuine look of concern, a drop of cold sweat, fingers dig into her arms just a little bit. And uh, as you open uh, the, you manage to find your way through, open the actual like uh, assembly where the AI core would be. Mm-hmm. What you find is disappointingly, though perhaps clarifyingly, a completely stock, normal looking uh, computer module for a mech of this age. It's, uh, it's approximately spherical. It's uh, fairly antique. You actually think, unlike the other repro parts, this one might be from an actual uh, uh, mech of this build in this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a normal-looking computer, and that surprises you. And as you pull out to show Roxy, kind of clearly seems to have surprised her a bit as well. Oh... Yeah, she uh she actually pulls the thing out, like disconnects it from the from the the red cap and like leans out of the cockpit and holds it out and says, "Why do I have the sinking suspicion this ain't right?" Well, it'll be right for a regular 24 Kohai at least. She says kind of obviously uh frustrated. But it ain't right for the red cap, as you might figure as you may have figured out yourself. Them premonitions of mine. There's a, there's some weird ghosts up in this brain, rocks. Try <laughs> <laughs> not to have any premonitions of me while you're at it, okay? Oh, you don't want me to dream about you? I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> My God, goodness gracious. <laughs> um, uh, well, yeah, yeah, that's disappointing, but it's- also. Well, you know what? No. Bella looks at rocks and says, all right. You know something. And I can tell you know something because you're a dog shit liar. So if you would be so inclined, miss the rocks, I would like some answers. She very slowly pulls the cigar from her teeth and says a few things first one I know plenty two I've never been accused of being dog shit in anything and don't plan to start three never call me miss again (laughs) (laughs) aye aye captain now can I please get some answers used to be it doesn't seem to be the case now, as you can tell, but it used to be one of the little homegrown customizations we did to the red cap. What made it the red cap was that it had a different, a non-stock uh, computer module in it, as it were. Didn't come that way. This, well, and she, she actually pauses as she tries to think of what she's going to say here. Um, she says, this used to just be, Red Cop, used to just be a regular Kohai model, the uh, 24 model in the old Captain's collection. Um, you, and she, like, stopped herself. You'd know him as uh, Iron Jaw. Hmm. And that's a name you would at least recognize uh, from your, you know, whatever dossiers you've had read as being someone who is, like, the person who, for the last, like, maybe 20 or so years has been in charge of, like, Leviathan, which is the big uh, dragon teeth, like, main oh. body navy. Uh, real big wig. And, said, and she, she says, like, used to be one of his, uh, black as they often come. And through, let's just call it convoluted circumstances, uh, we were trying to steal something from Adverse, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, plugged it into this baby. And never had the occasion to remove it, as it were. Uh, just was a, a good match, you could say. Um, and that thing was a new computing module. One that specifically, adverse I don't think would want us, 
or really anyone to know about, what on account of it being uh what's the word I'm looking for here? Um International war crime is, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, adverse. That sounds like us. Oh, adverse. Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) Bell just kind of nods like, yeah, that sounds about what Gabby's told me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, um, the less said about it, the better, but it was. No, the more said about it, the better in this case, actually, in terms of war crimes. Yeah. Well, the specific war crime, if you're curious, is they put a ribbon on it. And uh, it takes you a minute to piece together what she's talking about. But for our purposes, um, and what you would identify Riven as, is uh, they put a sapient AI on that computer. Yeah, let's go! (laughs) Something that is, uh, something, one of the rare few technological development crimes that people have and do get sentenced to death over. Great. (laughs) Great. 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 And so, as you might guess, it's a little worrying that it's not here. So there's just an AI just kind of floating around, probably still in Adverse's custody, if I had to guess. Well, if I can hope, I'm going to hope that computer cores rusted out at the bottom of the ocean, because the last thing we need is sentient AI running around getting all on the Azure net and all that. <laughs> well... It's good to hope, rocks, but (laughs) (laughs) why would something good ever happen? (laughs) Aye, well, you at least know the shape of the world, dear. Nothing good ever happens. (laughs) If you don't mind, I'm going to go back to nursing me drink. One more question. Aye. Before you go. Iron Jaw. He's a, like a big guy, like an orcish kind of guy with a prosthetic jaw. Aye, that's why they call him that. Good to know. All right. (laughs) I'll uh, holler at you later, Rox. Uh, As always, do... uh, You know what? Never mind. You're good. Go on with your day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. And that's that. All right. And y'all still have your three actions of downtime. uh, Between the three of you, that is. Wait, is like three? One well, I mean, you have like a turn, but that means each oh, of okay. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yeah, but wh- I think but that didn't... was my that was my action of downtime because I rolled for my project. Oh yeah, that's right. You did. Okay, yeah, yeah. So okay, that's what was throwing me off. Okay. Oh, okay. Um. So I actually I've got something kind of boring in mind after that. Um. A boring which, is very okay. Okay, I'm literally just going to train insight. Wonderful. Because we have like a we have like a base thing that lets me do two ticks instead of one, so I'm it's not going to like accomplish anything. Um, I'm currently at three out of six, but like I I figure I use insight like not all the time, but like I mm-hmm. this is, should be a good excuse for me to do so. Um, yeah. So what, how is it you're going to be training your insight? Um, I think let let me think. I'm just looking over the. Like study and survey are the ones that I seem to do the most. The engineer is also on there. Um, I think, I think it's just going to be he's working at the library. Is what it's going to have. <laughs> he's just going to like he has books, you know, and he's just going to spend some time like reading and like honing his like critical thinking ability. I guess is the best way I could put it. Wonderful. Uh yeah, go ahead and do that. Okay then, I've I've done that. And last but not least, Gabrielle, how are you spending your last action? Okay, I was actually also going to uh, train insight, but what I think Gabby's going to do is uh, more along the um, like a hunt angle, where she's Ooh. going to uh, go somewhere out quiet in the wilderness with like a rifle and. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, that's fun. Uh, you know clear her head for a little bit and see if she can like catch anything. Damn, okay. So I'll go ahead and uh, mark the two XP on the insight track. Wonderful. And, nice. Alright, tidy. Yeah. And four with out that, of six. And uh, with that conclusion to our downtime episode, uh, join us next week or next episode 
next week probably yeah whatever we're still in the middle of this block why not mm-hmm. uh as we go on to figuring out what the uh forget me nots next mission is Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Elliot, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Hell Bloodhands, Jack Toops, Jarnope, Joel, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Verdandi, Nyan Hellcat, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Ryan Asopa, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join our ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We are at BigGayNerdsCast on Twitter and just BigGayNerds on Tumblr and Facebook. And if you want to hang out, join the Big Gay Nerds fan club Discord server linked in all the aforementioned pages.